What's going on, y'all, and welcome back to the No Limit Lab. I'm your host, Elo, and today we're going to be finally talking about Snowfall Season 6, the final season of one of my favorite shows that I have seen in recent years. I noticed you guys really did like the Snowfall review that I did for the first five, or first one through five seasons. I didn't go into too much detail, went into some detail because I wanted you guys to watch the show for yourself, but we're going to go ahead and talk about Season 6 finally. I have watched and re-watched some of the episodes, some of the clips from the episodes of Season 6, and uh, I think I'm finally ready to talk about it. Let's go ahead and divulge, go into what I enjoyed about Snowfall Season 6 and what I enjoyed about this show overall. And to me, this is one, like I said, this is going to be one of those shows where I recommend to people, one of the shows where I probably end up going back and watching. Um, to me, it's on a Breaking Bad level, Better Call Saul level of like, I can rewatch this and enjoy it. Maybe not in the same strengths and you know, as Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, we're like, oh my god, it's masterful television and the writing is just so, just up there as the greatest, not the greatest show of all time, I cannot say that it is the greatest show of all time, in my opinion, Breaking Bad is the greatest show of all time, and uh, Better Call Saul is in that top five for me of all shows of all time, I wouldn't put this up there, that does not mean by any stretch of the imagination that it is not a good show, this show is so enjoyable, this show has everything that I... I love about TV and film uh, all into um, condensed into a show, whether that's the acting, whether that's the dialogue, whether that's the setting, whether that is the music. It To me, it is all there and the rewatchability is there and it makes this show one of my favorites of all time. So let's go ahead and get into it. This show was headed by John Singleton until he passed away and I believe it was 2019. Um, it has been... Um, directed by other people and they've tried to do their best to keep this show in what John Singleton would have wanted I feel like it would have been a little bit different if John Singleton was still here uh, rest in peace to him though he passed away a number of years ago um, the show is starring uh, Damson Idris as uh, Franklin Saint Carter Hudson as Teddy McDonald Angela Lewis as Aunt Louie Isaiah John as Leon Simmons Amin Joseph as Jerome Saint um, Emily Rios as Lucia Vlene God I can't pronounce her name uh, I can't ah, I can't pronounce her name. She's not even in this season, so I don't even know why I'm, I'm even acknowledging her. Um, 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 Michelle, um, I think it was Michelle Hyatt as Sissy Saint. Uh, Tiffany Lonsdale as Parisa. Uh, Devon Nixon as Kane Hamilton. Um, uh, Sergio Paris Manchetta as um, Gustavo Zapata. And um, that's all I can pretty much name right now. Uh, Quincy Chad as Dion. And uh, that's all I'm pretty much going to name for this season because we don't really get anybody else of importance that is on this list of the cast. Um, the one thing I will say about the cast, the cast is great. They have a chemistry that cannot be replicated. It is so hard to find a, a cast in a show that has good chemistry to where you believe everything going on. Now, whether, oh my God, all of a sudden there's a shootout and people survive is different from like, they, you believe that these people can be real, not like avoiding danger in that sense, but in the sense of like, they interact with each other like you would with your friends or your family or your homies and stuff like that. So I appreciate that about the casting for this show. Um, this season is mainly the fallout of what has happened, what has been built up through the last five seasons. Um, Fallout is the title of the first episode of this season, uh, where we basically just get a recap of everything that has happened, the results of everything that has happened, 
And it is just like this season is just a complete downfall from where we were at the end of season five, which was things were already starting to get just extreme and to the point where it's like, what's going on? What's going to happen? And um, we just we just keep going like this is to me um, where, like I said, everybody just turns how you say um Everybody turns to a point where it's just like, what is going on? It, this is just getting it, – it's just bad. It's just all bad. Um, we have, you know, downfall moments for uh, Jerome and Louis. We have moments for – a downfall moments especially for Franklin and um, in his uh, girlfriend, Leon. Uh, Leon is on, – honestly, Leon is one of the only characters in this show, in this season, that doesn't really have much of a downfall but has like a rise. He doesn't – um, what's her name? Uh, uh, Divya Taylor or Divi, uh, A. Taylor, uh, A. Tyler, uh, Ver, uh, Veronique, uh, is Franklin's girlfriend. Um, she is, and, and, and Franklin just, you know, they were planning on having a baby. They were having a baby on the way. Franklin said in the last season about how he wanted to basically start a family and he wanted to be able to secure their future. And he's basically going to get out of the drug game and invest in real estate. And a lot of that just goes awry and just goes to crap in this season. Uh, it, it just, this is just a, it's a, this is a sad season and it's a sad ending, but it's a fitting ending for the show because it shows that after all the stuff that they've done and been through, all these characters, it's just not going to end up well. Whether that's with Teddy, whether that's with Franklin, whether that's with Louis and Jerome, um, and uh, even a uh, Gustavo and uh, everybody else. Um, Sissy as well, his uh, Franklin's mother. Everybody just has their. Everybody gets their ending. Some are worse than others. Some are a little more uplifting than others. Uh, but other than that, it's just um, it's a culmination of things, and it should be. There's always been sh there have been shows and there have been movies, and you guys have seen them. They may not come to your mind right away. You know you've seen them where things just don't feel conclusive. They just feel like what that was it. It's like the ending of The Sopranos. The Sopranos just kind of ends, literally cuts to black mid-song, or mid song, and you kind of just like, or what? That's really it? All that built up to here? And now that, inter that ending has been left up to interpretation by a lot of people, whether that's uh, Tony's uh, past and Tony's you know, wrongdoings have finally caught up to him and then life's over, but we don't know. We really don't know. And this season did a very good job of just tying everything up and just ending things. Some people may have said it felt abrupt. I didn't feel that it was abrupt. Um, I paid attention every single episode and just I was just I was started to just be like, oh my god, things are getting. Me and my cousin would talk about it like, oh, things are getting worse. Like it's it's not going to end well for Franklin. It's not going to end well for nobody. Um, and. Like I said, I talked about everyone's downfall. Jerome, t uh, Jerome has a downfall to where, like, towards the beginning of this season, um, he just, like, he's losing it. He's tired of being in this business. S um, Louis, obviously, Queen Louis, has gotten to that point to where she, how you say, um, she's just a greedy for power. Her and Franklin are very similar in the sense Louis was never, and this was talked about in previous seasons, that Louis was never satisfied with what she had. She always wanted more. And then same thing with Franklin. Some might say, well, Franklin used to be smart, a lot more smart than this. He Now he, all of a sudden he's just really greedy. But with Franklin, it just became a control thing to where he wanted to control everything. And uh, when Louis split from him and was like, I'm, I'm done, me and Jerome are doing our own thing, it hit him and it hit his ego and he couldn't fathom that 
and um, ego has a lot to do with everybody's downfall in this season, uh, especially with, also with Teddy. Um, Teddy basically used Franklin this whole time. That has just been a fact from the beginning. Um, he's been, uh, she basically had Louie as his new, um, distributor. And, um, it, it was just a matter of time before Franklin, uh, caught up to him and, um, things just came to an end with him. Um, like I was saying earlier with Jerome, like at the beginning of the season, you can just tell right away when he just beats the shit. I believe it was out of I believe it was either out of Black Diamond or Dallas. I believe he just beat the shit out of and in front of the police and everything. Whoa, I forgot what the dude's name was who was that crooked cop. Um, but uh, it, it just it was just like, oh, my God, like, Jesus Christ. Like, are we really seeing this like in real time right now? Jerome is just on a on a downfall. Uh, uh, I think his name was uh, Buckley. Buckley was his name. That was the crooked cop that was working with Louie and Jerome. Uh, he was a fucking dope addict. He was doing cra or doing cocaine and shit on the job, and it was just fucking his whole life up. But um, you just see Jerome, just like Jesus Christ, like he's losing it. He starts drinking. He starts drinking and driving. He starts doing all kinds of stupid shit that he shouldn't be doing. Meanwhile, Louis just kind of like not responsive to his to how he's acting. He's tired of everything. He's tired of beefing with his family. He doesn't want to be beefing with Franklin. He doesn't want to be on opposite ends with his family. He wants his family to be together. But because Louie and Franklin are on opposite ends right now and are just stubborn and, and are both greedy, it affects Jerome in a way to where it leads to his downfall. Same thing with um, uh, Gustavo. Gustavo it wants out as well. Gustavo wants out as well, but he's stuck working with Teddy, stuck working with the CIA, and then Teddy is hell-bent on getting back into the CIA as a full-fledged agent instead of working right now with uh, helping fund the war, I believe it was with the Sandinistas, and he is just working under the thumb of the CIA while Gustavo is working under the thumb of Teddy while also being investigated and being uh, a, a mole for the DEA who is investigating the CIA. So it's like all these people are under the thumb of everybody else and they don't get a chance to breathe, especially people like Gustavo. Gustavo, and I was just like, Gustavo's been a fan favorite of mine and a lot of other people since the beginning of the show. Gustavo was the wrestler El Oso. And right when I said the beginning, when I, this show had everything I needed, there was a wrestling match and wrestling was, it was, um, was, um, uh, well, not interpreted, but was uh, equated into the show right from the beginning, and it just made me fall in love with this show and Gustavo's character. And it, and you just see Gustavo. He wants to, Gustavo wants to have a family. He wants to have a peaceful life, and he does sort of have a family. He didn't get that with Lucia. Lucia left him, and we never got an end to her story. She was just gone. I don't know what the hell happened with her. And then uh, Gustavo ends up getting with a new lady, and was her name, uh, Lorena, I think was her name, it might have been her name, I believe it was Lorena, um, and her kids, and you see he wants to raise the family, but it just doesn't work out that way, because Gustavo's got the DEA, he's got, um, who else is he, God, he also has the, um, the KGB after him, the KGB is introduced, and we have them, um, basically trying to, um, we have them basically trying to, uh, yeah, uh, get Franklin to work with them so they can get Teddy and they can incriminate the CIA, make the U.S. look bad, and it's just one of those things where uh, Ruben, who works for the CIA, or not CIA, for the uh, KGB, is just, it's like all these 
moving pieces of the puzzle are all there and when you have just like all this like mixing into the pot it just causes chaos because and like i said gustavo probably is one of the people where it's like god damn he is under the most pressure he's got the kgb after kgb wanting hit wanting his cooperation the dea who has his cooperation and teddy who wants his cooperation and he wants to raise a family and have a family, but he can't because he's got all these people watching him, all these people with eyes on him, and all these people are at opposing ends. And he has to basically tread lightly as not to tip off the DEA that he's doesn't he really doesn't wants to betray them. Same thing with the KGB, and then same thing with Teddy. So it's just a whole mess that Gustavo is in. And Gustavo um, has his ending too that I did not expect. I honestly expected it to be a lot more sad for Gustavo, but it ends up not being that way. Um, we have characters that we concluded the story with, like Peaches. Peaches, it was like at the beginning of last season after Franklin kills uh, Rob. He kills Rob for being a drug addict, and Peaches, we find out, stole, was it like $5 million or something like that from Franklin? And he took off somewhere, and we just never got a conclusion to his story that season. And in the final episode of this season, The Struggle, we see what happens to Peaches, and it was just like such a weird, to me it was a, such a weird thing, like, what the fuck, Peaches is here all of a sudden? And we see what happened to him, he basically left because Franklin killed Rob, who was a drug addict, Peaches used to be a drug addict, and he was doing drugs at the time, and we just didn't know, and he got spooked after Franklin killed Rob, thinking that Franklin would do the same to him, and he bailed, um, uh, on to, like, on to, uh, Louis' character, Louis gets, uh, you know, her whole downfall is just greed, greed, power, and wanting to be the head honcho, and wanting to be the fucking, the top bitch, and it just doesn't, it's just, it, it leads to the downfall of her husband, Jerome, in an unfortunate sad ending, Louis ends up having a sad ending to where you're just like, damn, bro, like, like, that's it, she's back to square one to where she was before, where she was just a fucking, um, was she a fucking sherm head, and she just, like, she, uh, was, like, uh, how do you say, a dog, like, a dog without a master, where a, a stray dog, just, like, not being able to, not having anybody to take care of her, like, at this point where she was, like, the head honcho, all of a sudden, she just becomes a dog without a master, and it's, it's so, it's so sad, and Teddy meets his demise this season, Sissy has a sad ending as well, um, and we're going to go over uh, all their uh, endings, what happened with everybody. But, um, and then, Le like I said, Leon probably, Leon and Gustavo probably have the happiest endings of this story. And Leon, like I said, more than anybody, Leon and Wanda, they end up getting married in Ghana, I believe. And because uh, Le Leon moved to Ghana at the beginning of the season, he's gone. We are at the end of last season. He's gone and he lives in Ghana with uh, Wanda and they enjoy it there. We get like a whole episode dedicated to them in Ghana where it basically rise like, damn, like he's like, like we're so much peaceful here in Africa with our people and it's just so peaceful over here. And then compared to the U.S. where our own people are killing each other over drugs and money and it's just backstabbing. And then eventually, you know, Wanda's like, I want to stay here. And Leon's like, I want to stay here too and I want to be with you, but... I can't help our people from where I am here. And he has to make the hard decision to go back with Wanda, who is reluctant to go back to uh, South Central. And um, it, it just turns into a whole, like, what do you want? What do I want? But Leon wants to help his people, even though at this point, it's like, are your people worth being saved? You know, Leon looks out for um, uh, Cameron Alexander's character, uh, Einstein is nicknamed. 
and um, he he wants him to do better, to like, go to school, go to school, but he's in the drug game, killing people, shooting people, shooting back at people, getting shot at, and it's just one of those things where it's like, damn, he 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 really wants to help, but like some people don't want to be saved. Um, same thing with uh, was his name uh, Dion, I believe it was. Um, Quincy Chad's character, uh, Dion basically runs the shit in, uh, the, uh, the projects where Leon left and it becomes a whole little battle there because Leon's like, nah, I want better for our people. I want the lights. I want this, everything looking nice here. I don't want us to look like shit here. And Dion don't give a fuck. Dion does not care. It's all about making money. It's like, this is how I run things. You ain't here no more. You ain't running shit no more. If you need something, let me know. But nah, you're not running nothing no more, Leon. This is mine. This is my territory now. And then we have a fight between Dion and Leon where they kick, they fuck each other up leon ends up coming out on top and just shows that he's the alpha male in that instance and takes back the projects really fucking just like oh my god like it's animalistic it's like like you're watching like in the in the you're in the gladiator arena you're just watching two alpha males go at it and one comes out on top and it's just such a it's such a like a good scene for leon you're like fuck yeah leon got his shit you know he got his shit back um but it's like Leon has this upside, if you want to call it that, while you got somebody like, you got somebody like, um, uh, Franklin, who is just, um, on a downward spiral the entire time, trying to get his money back from Teddy, Teddy takes his money, and he threatens Teddy, Teddy's just all like, like, nah, like, I'm, took your shit, you're not getting nothing, like, and it just becomes a whole season of Franklin trying to get back his money, just spiraling down into, just, chaos because he can't get his money back and then veronique i never trusted her from the fucking beginning i never trusted her i never trusted her mom i never trusted any of them they they no, they state themselves that their mom is a con artist she's a professional con artist and the same thing with veronique but veronique kind of left that life but also you can kind of tell she maybe didn't she took some of those skills and applies it to her life now um then you got the character of parissa who teddy basically wants to be his wife and she's just like she is like some, I don't know how you explain her character, she is just like some sort of like, she just, she she loves the thrill of being involved in this stuff with Teddy, and it's just, it's just, oh, these characters are just like, so, they're so good, but they're also just like, goddamn, like, some of them are just kind of fucked up, and just like, they, they love the thrill of what they're doing, um, but like with Veronique's character, I never trusted her from the beginning. I was like, bro, there's something off about this bitch. Like, I don't know what it is. I don't think she cares about Franklin. I think she just sees him as a status. And we kind of don't really get introduced. We get introduced to her, but she's just already like in Franklin's life. Like they don't show how they met. It's just like when we get to season five, it's just like, oh, they're here now. We're in this moment. She works with Franklin and that's his girl. And um, this whole time where they're trying to get the money back from Teddy, they have to go through all these hurdles. And um, you're just like, I think I, I just had the feeling they're going to run off with Franklin's money. They're going to cash out and they're going to get the fuck out of there. Um, and it's just a whole just like, God damn, what's what's going to happen? I don't trust her. But um, Franklin has I would say Franklin has maybe one of the saddest downfalls in this season. Um, and a lot of it was just like all on him, too. But getting the, the money, the money is what led him to is what led him to where he was in this season. And rightfully, that was his money. But like he trusted he should never have trusted Teddy to begin with. Like he should have expected this coming. And then when he lashed out at Teddy, Teddy basically was like, "Uh, uh you're under my thumb, motherfucker. Like you're not going to push me around and boss me around. Like, no, I tell you what to do, even if we're not partners. Like, no, you're not getting shit back. And uh, 
it's just it's just sad to see like you see the downward spiral like the real estate he invested in just goes to it just he ends up losing it he loses everything and um it's just a whole it's just sad it's just a sad ending but you know we have stuff like the KGB guy to where like you know he can't be who he I guess he can't be who he's gay he can't be who he truly is because he's in the KGB and they'll probably judge him for it which I thought was a little weird I don't know how they added it in there it was like a thing that Teddy just like used to kind of against him I guess but um on to the fate of our characters we're gonna go ahead and go over that right now um I'm not gonna fill in too much of the cracks I want you guys to watch the show for yourself and I'm gonna reveal the fates of most of the characters here um Teddy is pursued this whole season by Franklin, Veronique, and um, uh, Franklin's mother, and then Veronique's mother, uh, but more Veronique, her mother, and Franklin than anybody else. Uh, Teddy ends up eventually getting, uh, his father ends up getting killed. Veronique's mother manipulates Teddy's father so they can go back to his house, introduces Franklin and everything to them, and Franklin is just going crazy, stabbing his father in the neck, killing him while on the phone with Teddy, basically saying, I got your father, that motherfucker is dead, give me back my fucking money, and it's just like, oh my god, like, it's such a, it's, it's like, god damn, dude, like, he, he, he is hell bent on getting his money back, and he does not care, Franklin does not care, and it shocks, uh, Franklin's, um, girlfriend, or his wife, girlfriend, and her mother, like, holy fuck, this guy is fucking crazy. And she's like, I told you, I know men like this who won't stop until they get what they want and they do not care. And Veronique kind of stands up for Franklin in a way, but like, you can see at this moment, like, oh man, she's, she doesn't, she's going to find a way to get the fuck out of here and just take his shit and, while she's pregnant this whole time. And, um, eventually we, um, sissy starts to realize what the money is doing to her family, what it does to them and what uh what it's doing to her son franklin um and you know you have like i said you have characters like jerome and louis who their downfalls are different but they happen at the same time like jerome's downfall comes because he wants to leave the game he wants to be with his wife louis they want he wants to live peaceful he doesn't want the heat on him he's tired of it he's tired of everything and him and franklin are at on's end franklin pulls a gun on jerome this season and it just ends in a way where it's like he's like i never raised you to be bitch made like what the fuck like the whole time i took your father's place and you were never i never taught you to be bitch made but now you're bitch made and um it's just, it's so sad because you see the relationship he has with his uncle and then it just, it turns into such shit and it eventually leads to Louis ends up getting captured by, um, by Kane. Kane was a character that was introduced last season who ends up getting uh, shot uh, and uh, because of Louis, Louis ends up putting a hit on Kane with um, Buckley and Kane doesn't die. He just gets put, uh, he just is made ambulatory and he can't uh, move, or he, like, he, he, I thought he was paralyzed, he wasn't paralyzed, but um, he is basically put at a point where it's like, him and Franklin are teaming up now, Franklin needs his money back, he needs protection, he needs people, he is going to help make money for Kane's people, and they're going after Louis and uh, Jerome, and it turns into a whole mess to where Kane ends up turning his back on Franklin, and Kane ends up uh, capturing, getting people to capture Louis, Louis is basically on the verge of being raped by a bunch of fucking just disgusting fucking human beings that are just like fresh out of prison it's some guy who looks straight up like cat williams that is gonna fucking rape louis in front of everybody and uh jerome uh scully who i'm i, I just love scully scully is so cool i hated scully at first but after scully you know kind of turned his life around after his wife and his or his girlfriend his girl and his daughter died he came on out on the other side the right way um but louis you know louis is captured 
Scully, Jerome, Franklin, Leon basically go to go save Louis. Louis ends up, I believe, getting partially raped um, in an intense scene that we don't really see. And then Jerome and everybody else breaks in. They kill as much people as they can. Kane and Jerome have a standoff. Um, Kane and Jerome uh, end up having a shootout with each other where Kane gets shot and dies. And Jerome ends up dying as well in a very sad scene to where Louis just balls out crying, realizing her husband is dead. And at this point, it's just like her and Franklin are, just, there is no going back at all. It's just over. And it's such a sad scene. Jerome's death is probably one of the saddest scenes in this show. And goddamn, it really hit me like a fucking ton of bricks. I cried, man. Like that's, that's how you know a show is good when it can get you to cry over something like this. Very sad. Um, and then we end up getting the fallout from that. Um, and the fallout from the fallout from that is basically things just end up everything goes to shit after that. After Kane and Jerome, Jerome dies, Louis and uh, Franklin, no more. It's just done. There is no relationship. Um, Louis and like the only time they have a relationship, I guess you could say, is when Louis and Franklin both agree to get Teddy and um, Jerome. Uh, has a funeral and everything, and then Louie and Franklin agree that they're going to get Teddy and capture him so she can try to get his money back, but she's not doing it for him. She's doing it for Jerome, and um, they end up capturing Teddy. This is when Sissy starts to realize that the money is doing too much to her family. is tearing it apart. Jerome is dead. Her brother is dead, and she lost her husband, Alton, who we don't really get. A, like When we see what happens to Alton, we don't see what happens to Alton at the same time. That's Franklin's father. Uh, he ended up going to Cuba with uh, Sissy, and he just Teddy goes there, points a gun at him, and then we see we don't see what happens happens off screen, and then um, we end up getting the what we end up finally knowing what happens to Alton. This whole time, a lot of people thought that Alton was captured and taken to somewhere hidden where the CIA kept him, um, but um, we get uh, Sissy basically telling Franklin like either choose the money or choose me. I am not going to like, I'm done fighting for this money. I want my son back. I want us to be a family, please. Franklin, like, nope, this is the only way we can be a family. If I get my money, he's, I'm not going to stop here. I'm not going to stop now. And Louie kind of makes her decision basically like, okay, Franklin chose the money over me, which is fucked up in a sense because, you know, Louie, not Louie, um, sissy, Sissy is just as much a part of this as Franklin is. She went along with everything even after she disapproved of it. She got herself involved as well too. And now all of a sudden, oh, well, we got to get out now, honey. Like I'm seeing everything's tearing us apart. And it did annoy me a little bit. It annoyed me, but I understand why she did it. Um, we end up getting to a point where they capture Teddy. Franklin fucking tortures him with hot oil. Just fucking, oh, it's just, God, it's just bad. And basically tells gets Teddy to basically talk like, I'll transfer the fucking money. Just please, like, hand me over to the CIA so we can do a trade-off. And um, the CIA agent, what was his name? Uh, Matt McDonald. I think it was his name, right? Matt McDonald. I believe so. Matt. Yeah, Matt McDonald. No, not Matt. No, it was not him. It's another guy. Um, I'm trying to remember what his name was. Um, Steven. I think it's Steven. Yeah, I believe it's Steven. Um that oh, anyway the the C, the guy who works for the CIA that's basically promising Teddy if you get uh, you fund this war and help all this stuff we're going to get you back in the CIA. Teddy's not in the CIA. He's just like a piece he's like a side piece that they're using right now and Teddy needs to get back in. Um they basically decide to do a trade off like okay, I'm going to you give us Teddy, he's going to give you the money and we go our separate ways and blah blah blah. And you're like there's no way it's going to end like that. But Sissy says tells Franklin, "Let me go with you." 
Like, I'll go with, like, Franklin's like, I'm taking Teddy. We're going to transfer the money, and I'm going to hand him off. And Sissy's like, let me go with you. He's like, okay. And I'm like, okay, she's going to go with him. That's weird. I don't want her. She's going to put herself in that danger. But we have, this is the most shocking scene for me in the show. They basically are in the middle of, in in public, and uh, they're at a payphone. Teddy calls up the place where the money is at to transfer the money, and he has the account number. And, um... The CIA guy's there, and he's all like, after this account number's done, you're giving him to hunt him, and we're done. Like, we're done here. And Sissy is there. Sissy, because uh, when Teddy was being tortured, he tried to appeal to Sissy, saying, Alton's not dead. Alton's alive. Like, he's kept in a black site in the CIA in Puerto Rico. I didn't kill him. He's alive. And she doesn't believe him. She's like, you motherfucker. Like, I don't fucking believe you. But in the head, you're like, you know, she's not, she's saying she don't believe him because he's trying. she thinks he's trying to manipulate her, which he is, but... In the back of her head, she also is just kind of like, what if he is alive? Because I don't, she doesn't know. She needs closure. And while he is about to transfer the money over, he tells Teddy, and Teddy is already fucking done at this point. He's like, I'm pissed. Like, I'm fucking, don't give a shit. Hurry the fuck up. I'll give you this goddamn money, and I'm going to hand you the fuck over. That's it. Or he's going to, I'm going to hand it over. That's it. And she's like, what really happened to Alden? What black site is he in in Puerto Rico? He goes, he goes, he's not in a black site of Puerto Rico. I shot him twice, and I dumped the body. And he just says her with just such disdain. Like, get the fuck out of my face, basically. And right there, Sissy kind of turns around and walks away. And he goes, yeah, the account number is something, something, something. And she turns around with a gun and fucking shoots him twice and fucking kills him in broad daylight. While Steven is just all like, God fucking damn it. And turns around and walks away. Teddy dies there. Franklin in shock, like, what the fuck did my mom just do? She killed Teddy. I'm not getting the fucking money now. Um, sissy goes on her knees, puts her hands up, like, that's it, like, I'm done with you, Franklin, and he's like, mom, why the fuck would you do that, and he fucking, and he runs, he runs, and sissy gets arrested, sissy gets arrested, ends up going to jail for killing Teddy McDonald, um, presumably for, till she dies, or for life, and, uh, we end up getting the conclusion that sissy is in jail, and she's done with Franklin. Franklin goes to jail to basically criticize her for what she did. She just doesn't want to hear it. Basically realizes, like, my son is gone. I ain't getting my son back. I'm fine with this. And then her and Franklin, their their relationship just ends terribly. Mother doesn't care about her son. He doesn't care about his mother. He wants the money. He's pissed off at what his mother did. And uh, that's the end of their relationship. And it's such a sad ending. But it's just like, God damn, I did not expect that. Um... After everything that happens, Louis basically ends up getting uh, getting raided by, I believe it was the CIA or the DEA. She ends up getting raided by the DEA. Franklin tries to warn her. Buckley basically picks her up and gets her out of there. Louis ends up not trusting Buckley and uh, threatens to kill him and ends up being on the run. And um, her ending basically just ends with her being on the run for the rest of her life. Like she she's living in like a horse stable where the DEA tries to come by and like, Hey, have you seen this lady? They're like, we haven't seen her. A lot of people come through here seeking refuge. We haven't seen her. We might've, she probably left. There's no, most likely not here while she's like in the stable scarred up after she was branded covered in just like dirt and everything. But that's just the life she has to live. Now she's a dog without a master. She is basically back to square one. No Jerome, no family, no nothing to her name. She's just a, a stable hand. Um, and that's her ending. It's a very, it's very sad, but like, I, I started hating Louie towards the end of the show. And I think that was the point, but very sad ending for her. Um, so Teddy dies, Jerome dies, Sissy goes to jail. Um, Franklin and Veronique have a falling out because Franklin ends up putting his hands on Veronique 
It scares her away. She ends up basically cashing out what was in their account, fucking leaves, and ends up just getting out of his life and just abandons Franklin when he needs her most, and he shouldn't have put his hands on her. I didn't like her character to begin with. I'm going to be honest. I did not like her character at all. I just like, I was like, ah, like, I don't really give a shit about her character, if I'm being honest. I didn't like her to begin with. Uh, but she ends up leaving Franklin, taking his money, or what he had left, and uh, goes somewhere to go raise um, the kid that she has, which ends up being a son. And she ends up calling Franklin later on sometime, I believe in the early 90s, letting him know that, yeah, I had a son, and that's basically it. I'm going to raise him right, and all this other stuff, but you ain't going to be in his life, basically. And, uh, yeah, that's her ending. And, um... Uh, Parissa, um, I, I, I forgot, I don't, I believe that she just ends up not, uh, we don't really see what happens to her, like, she just ends up not being with Teddy, because Teddy dies, um, uh, Gustavo ends up, um, ends up, uh, I believe betraying, uh, betraying the DEA to help Franklin, and ends up being on the run, he ends up going to Mexico, uh, about telling his family that he's with at the time, like, hey, look, give this here's this number you guys need to go i'm gonna pay to get you guys out of here but you need to go i'm sorry i can't be with like we can't be together i want to be together we can't be together you need to go before they come after you guys and i'm gonna be basically on the run so gustavo ends up going to mexico starting his own little wrestling school slash gym and he has kind of a happy ending because it, it's like open-ended too because him and the girl that he oh what's her name um what the hell's her name uh lorena uh she ends up raising the kids and calls Gustavo like once a week or once every month or something like that. And like that's the thing he looks forward to the most. And Gustavo gets kind of a happy ending. Well, like the DEA people are dealt with. KGB guys dealt with. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ruben ends up, I believe, getting captured by the CIA. And they take him in. And um, that's his ending. And then Gustavo gets out. And he, he ends up living in Mexico. And we, honestly, what I think what's going to happen with Gustavo, I believe that Gustavo is going to end up having his own spinoff show, um, because there, and there's going to be a spinoff show, they've already confirmed, with Gail Bean's character Wanda, um, Leon's wife, um, she ends up, in the middle of the season, she ends up leaving, going back to Ghana, like, I can't be around this shit anymore, and Leon's like, okay, I got your plane ticket, I'll be with you soon, I love you, and he sends her off, and she's end up, she's actually going to end up getting her own show, so I wouldn't be surprised if Gustavo has a role in that show as like a side story or like it's about both of them as well. So um, Wanda goes back to Ghana. Gustavo goes to Mexico, gets us somewhat of a happy ending. Uh, he gets to live his life. And uh, Leon, Leon ends up going back to Ghana with Wanda and he ends up uh, opening, the real, uh, opening the shelter again. And he ends up doing his own thing where he has his own business and stuff uh, to help other people, help low, uh, lower income communities and stuff. And we end up fast-forwarding to uh, what just happens with Franklin. Everybody leaves Franklin, basically. Franklin tries to plead with Leon to get some money from him. Leon tells him, no, I'm not helping you. And he's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, this whole time, I brought you to this shit, and you're going to fucking just, like, spit on me now where I don't have anything? And Leon's like, nope, I'm not giving you nothing. And it's a sad moment in their friendship because it's like, Franklin's just like, oh, fuck this, fuck you then. If you ain't going to give me shit, they kick him out of the projects. He's done. Franklin ain't got nothing no more. And uh, we end up fast-forwarding in the, in the final episode. Franklin is basically losing all of his properties. He's losing everything. He's staying in a fucking apartment. He's becoming an alcoholic. He's becoming what his dad was at the beginning of the show. A uh, deadbeat alcoholic. A deadbeat dad who doesn't know his son. Uh, he ends up getting uh, just 
like I said, becoming an alcoholic, and you see it progress through the ending of the show to where it's just a downward spiral, downward spiral for him in the worst ways over the next couple of years, and he ends up finding out through one of his, like, how do you say, guys that's, like, keeping tabs on people, like, private PI, like, a private investigator, he ends up, like, say, look, I'm done with everything, this is the last time I'm gonna see you, and I ain't gonna help you no more, but here's the last lead I can give you, and it's, like, is about where, uh, Veronique is, like, nope, I don't have any of that, he goes, I ain't, I'm not doing no more of this, this is my last goodbye to you, and this is my last, like, offer to you, here you go, and it's basically on the whereabouts of where Peaches is, and, um, uh, DeAndre Bonds, is that his name? His name, uh, fucking Peaches, his, uh, guy who plays Peaches, um, but we end up getting a conclusion to Peaches' story, um, it's a whole, um, this one, like I said, it was just so kind of weird in a sense, um, uh, what's his, uh, it's just like kind of a weird thing that what happens to Peaches, like, we had, he took the five million, and he, like, he was still in LA, he didn't even leave the state, he didn't go out of the city, like, he was still in LA, literally in, like, Franklin's, like, Franklin could have found him, but in, but he just didn't, he didn't, it was in basically plain sight this whole time, living in this fucking mansion with a bunch of other fucking, uh, drug addicts, heroin, I think, heroin, heroin addicts, and, um, Peaches, like, Franklin ends up finding out where Peaches lives, he ends up breaking in, and we see Peaches on the couch, just fucking, like, fat as hell, just, like, drunk, fucking high, and just, like, coming down from some uh, heroin, uh, binge, and, um, he, like, Franklin, what the fuck, and he's like, you, I want my fucking money, he points a gun at Peaches, Peaches basically, um, tells him, like, yeah, the safe code is this, the safe code is that, like, he ends up giving it to him, Peaches has a gun, tries to pull it on Franklin, Franklin kills Peaches there, takes the, um, tries to open up the safe vault, because that's where Peaches told him all the money is at, and I already knew what was going to happen here, um, but Franklin goes to the safe, he goes to the vault, and he tries to crack it for, like, the next, was it a day, or, like, the next number of hours, he ends up calling the company that owns the vault, and, like, saying, hey, I can't get into my vault, he's, he's sweating, he's panicking, he doesn't know what to do, he's got a dead body in the fucking house he's got to get rid of, hey, could you all just come by, and, like, just, you know what I mean, like, can you just guys, like, help me open this safe, DeRay Davis was his name, DeRay Davis, his character Peaches, um, y'all, can y'all just come by, I forgot the thing to my safe, like, it's, the code is not working, like, I don't know what it is, it's just, so they're like, okay, we'll come by in a couple of days, like, I, I just need y'all to come by now, and, um, he ends up, uh, they end up sending somebody by, or sending either somebody by, or he ends up calling a locksmith to basically help break into his safe, who is played by, um, uh, Max Arcaniega, um, Jr., uh, Max Arcan, uh, Ma uh, Maximo, uh, Arcaniega Jr., uh, who plays Crazy 8 in Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, and when I saw him, he's the guy who, like, the locksmith, the guy who's gonna crack the safe, it, he, he just comes off like Crazy 8 in Better Call Saul, where he's all like, oh, humble, and like, oh, hello, and everything quiet, and I'm like, bro, fucking Crazy 8, no fucking way, like, this is such a cool-ass little, uh, little kind of thing here, if you're a fan of Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, um, but he comes in, and he basically tells Franklin to help crack the safe, uh, he helps crack the safe, and, uh, he opens it for Franklin, and, um, or he, he tends to open it for Franklin, as in the attempt of, like, trying to open it, some fucking heroin addict is, like, in the house, and he's like, who the fuck are you, where the hell's Peaches, yeah, hey, man, Peaches, he just stepped out, man, you gotta, yeah, and he goes, who the fuck are you, and he basically tries to hurt Franklin, Franklin kills him right there in front of, um, in front of, um, uh, Max's character, and like, holy shit, like, I'm, I'm, so, I'm, I'm so sorry, like, uh, I, I, will, I need to go, he's like, no, 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 you're not going, or else I'm gonna kill you too, fucking, um, what's his name, um, 
Um, he basically is like, no, 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 please. Like, I have kids. Don't kill, don't kill me. I'm not going to kill you. Just open the safe. Let me get my money, and you can go. And he opens the safe for Franklin, and he opens the safe, and I already knew this was going to happen. There, that $5 million was pissed through like a fucking a piece of toilet paper that you got on the toilet, and you just pissed through it, and it just falls right through and tears it. It was gone. There was like, what, 12000 15000 left? And that ain't shit. And Franklin, you just see just right there, fucking snaps. And I believe he, what does he do? He ends up letting um, Max's character go. Like, you can just go. You're good, man. I ain't going to do that. Thank you, please. I won't say anything. And this is just the fucked up part. He turns around and starts walking away. Franklin fucking shoots him in the back like a fucking dog. And you're just like, God damn it. And right there is like, that is the final moment that just ends everything for Franklin we fast forward years later Franklin is still living Frank like years later after all this shit has happened like that was the end for Franklin right there there was no more money that was the last hurrah nothing else and he killed Max he killed uh I'm just gonna call him crazy he killed crazy eight Max whatever his name is in cold fucking blood um it's just a such a sad fucking moment but um he, it, 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 the ending for Franklin, we end up fast forwarding years later, Leon is back in South Central, where Frank, off of Franklin Street, and he basically, we basically see that, uh, Franklin, uh, we go see Franklin in his state, where he's at, Leon goes to visit Franklin, goes to the house where Sissy, Sissy's house that she had, and, um, he sees that there is just trash everywhere, it looks like some, just fucking, trap house that just like but beyond the extent of a trap house just like garbage roaches everything it's just it's just trashed there's an eviction notice multiple late bills the bank is basically like, we're gonna take this house like we're like like or it's just getting it's he's getting evicted but he can't leave because he's basically squatting in his house and um leon ends up knocking at the door franklin ends up they're like who the fuck hey, somebody's still living they're like yeah someone's still lives in there and it's just like oh no and we see franklin's character at what happened to him all these years later franklin is in the worst state you can imagine he's got bloodshot like he's got like a pop blood vessel in one of his eyes his teeth are rotted away he's an alcoholic and i'm pretty sure he's using crack at this point they don't say it most people are like oh he's an alcoholic i'm like i don't think alcohol just does that to your teeth bro i think that that is a result of using crack because what happened to wanda we saw what happened to wanda's teeth I think I'm, I'm pretty sure um, Franklin becomes a crack addict. Meanwhile, Leon looks—he Leon looks like a little Jerome here. It's the funniest thing. He's got the—he's got Jerome's like uh, haircut. He's got like a the goatee like Jerome had, and uh, uh, he, he just dressed like how Jerome would be. He's a young—he's a young adult basically, or he's a, a, a full-fledged adult here. Meanwhile, Franklin looks like his dad. His hair is all fucked up. His face is all fucked up. He's got cuts on himself. He's got scratches. It looks like. His teeth are rotted away. Probably smells like shit. He lives in a house with roaches. That is just what it once was. It's just nothing like it. What is now? And it, and, it, and it sucks because it just shows the state of the '90s. What what L, South Central LA was like in the '90s compared to the '80s after the crack epidemic. This is as much of a of a result of the crack epidemic and showing what happened, as well as showing what happens to Franklin and his downfall. And he here. It's just so, it's so sad. Like, he can't help but tear up, like, God damn, man. And, like, he lets Leon in, like, hey, yo, yo. He calls, starts calling him yo-yo and everything. And he just, like, drunk off his ass. And Leon's like, hey, man, like, 
you good? Like, nah, man, like, they watching me, and I got away, and all this other stuff. He's like, come on, man, like, I got to go somewhere. Can you won't follow me? And he's just, he's just drunk off his ass. Like, he's just not in a mental, a healthy mental state anymore. He thinks people are watching him. He thinks that, you know, he's the shit still. And he's like, I was the king, man, all this other stuff and everything. He's just fucked up scratching himself. He just looks like a fucking bum that you would see, a drug-addicted, alcoholic bum that is just like, the and like just a, com a complete 180 of what he was and was kind of like propped up to be and um him and and um franklin end up walking in the back alleyway you know and they're talking and everything he's like yeah veronique she actually called my ass and like told me she had a son or had my son and everything he gonna raise him without me i don't give a fuck about that bitch none of that and everything and they're walking and just see like you just see like Leon just like sees what happens to his friend and, and you can see the sadness in his eyes, but he's also just kinda like, damn man, like maybe like maybe one day you come by the shelter, man, you can come help out or whatever. And he's still trying to help Franklin at this point in a different way. And um he starts telling about what's going on in his life. And this was one of the coolest little Easter eggs here. Where when they're walking through the um through the alleyway and they walk out to the street to the liquor store, um, we see he's like He's like, what they got going on over there? Like, what they got going on over here? He's like, man, they got like this. I don't know. They filming a movie or some shit, man. And then he walks by them and, he, and Franklin goes, y'all ain't going to get no Oscar. And they're filming. You see John Singleton, a person who's playing John Singleton. And you see them filming the scene with uh, a scene from Boys in the Hood with um with Ricky Doughboy and uh, what the hell's his name? And um and Trey when they were kids with the whole football scene where like the, the guy doesn't want to give them back their football. You see him and they're wearing those shirts and everything like that. You see a little chubby doughboy right there. And he's like, y'all ain't going to get no Oscar. And it's like, oh, that's so cool. That was a little tribute to John Singleton right there. Cause he made boys in the hood. And it was like, oh man, that's, it was, I, and I'm pretty sure the film did win an Oscar. I think it did win an Oscar. If I'm not wrong, it might not have, I don't know. Um, but that was like a cool little cameo ish kind of Easter egg there. Shout out to John Singleton, rest in peace. And uh, Franklin ends up going to the liquor store. He's like, damn, man, you got like, I think he asked him for 20. You got $20 or something like that. He goes, yeah, man, here's, here's 20. He's like, thanks, man. Yo, yo, I know you got my bag. Yo, yo. And he goes inside and he comes out and grabs a, a fucking 40 ounce. And he's like, come on, man. So they start walking back. And that's when Leon tries to like, hey, man, maybe you can like come by the shelter and like come help out or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like try to get your life back together. And he's like, nah, man. Like, then he basically just tells him like, Franklin kind of comes back to reality here in his last little moment of like coming back to reality where he basically is just like, man, you know, yo, yo, he goes, I'm so, he goes, man, I may not have like gone out the way everybody else wanted to, but I went out my own way. Basically saying like, I went out my own way, like whether I went on a downward spiral and I lost everything. I went out how I wanted to go out, not how they said it, now, nobody else said it, how I wanted to go out. I went out how I went out, basically. I went on on my own terms, even if he did lose everything. And he tells him, he looks at Leon, he goes, you're my best fucking friend, man. I'm so fucking proud of you. And then he just tells him, and he just, he looks him in the eye, and he just basically says his goodbye to Leon. He turns around, walking away with the 40 ounce while Leon yells, Saint, like, Saint, like, he, like, like, like telling Franklin like like come like get back here like don't fucking walk away from me basically like, like this is how we're gonna end and Leon cries Leon has a tear in his eye Franklin walks away and pride by Kendrick Lamar which was the most the 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 most appropriate song for this 
moment here. Um, I'm going to read some of the lyrics so you guys can understand it. Um, but um, it's just such a sad moment here where he walks away. Franklin walks away on his own terms. Ends up being just like his dad. And uh, the song goes, um, the, inner, the beginning is, uh, love's going to get you killed, but pride's going to be the death of you and you and me and you and you and you and me. Um, uh, and it goes, me, I wasn't taught to share, but care in another life. I surely was there. Me, I wasn't, uh, or I care, I care, hell raising, wheel chasing, new worldly possessions, flesh making, spirit breaking. Which one would you lessen? And um, I think that just perfectly encapsulates what everything was. Franklin's pride wouldn't let him, wouldn't let him walk away. His ego wouldn't let him walk away. And it got, pe people got killed. And it's, it's just the message for what happens to everybody. Pride is what got most of these people killed. Their ego. And Franklin's ending, it, it, I, I cried, man. I cried because like, Le and it's such, so sad, man. Leon has to walk away from his friend. Franklin's just like, look, man, like I went out on my own and I'm proud of you. You're my best friend. And just turns around and walks away. And it's such a sad moment. And they say, it says at the end, for John Singleton, thank you, rest in peace. And it's just like, God damn it. Just, it, this ending hit me in the fucking feels, bro. Like, this was, this was one of the, one of my favorite endings to a TV show that I've ever watched. And, um, yeah, it's a perfect ending, in my opinion, to this show since 2000 and what? Was it 2017 the show's been going on since? So 17 to 18 to 19 to 20, 21, 22, 20. Six fucking years this show's been going on. Six fucking years. If you want to count maybe... Yeah, six fucking years it's been going on since. And goddamn, bro. Like, this shit fucking... Mm. It was a fitting... And they took a year off because of COVID. So maybe seven, six, seven years. But, um... Yeah. 21, 22, Seven years. Seven years, technically, the show's been going on. So, uh, Damson Idris, what a, what a fucking performance. What a fucking performance. He did a great job. And I believe this story was based on a man named uh, Freeway Ricky Ross, the guy that Rick Ross got his persona from, um, who actually was supposed to be a part of this show from the beginning, but him and John Singleton had a fallout, and it just never happened. But that's who the show was based off, a real guy named Freeway Ricky Ross, who ended up going to jail, I believe. I believe it what happened. Um... But yeah, that's the ending of the show. I didn't want to fill in too many of the blanks or too many of the cracks in the story because I want you guys—you guys have to experience this for yourself. Whether you haven't seen any of it, whether you've seen everything up to season five until season six, finish it, watch it, take it in. You're gonna enjoy it. So, um, shout out to everybody who did this show. Everybody, I hope everybody else gets more roles from after this. I can't wait to see the spinoff about Wanda. Uh, I hope it involves other stuff. Because, I, you know, Wanda wasn't really one of my favorite characters. Like, I remember her since the beginning. But, like, I wasn't, like, think I thought there would be more of a sequel potential with um, Gustavo and maybe some stuff with Lucia in Mexico and everything. I don't know. But um, hopefully we get more from the people working on this show. And I hope it just doesn't, I hope it doesn't just get done to death with this universe. So, um, but that's it, guys. I want to thank you guys for listening to this review. I hope you guys enjoyed everything I had to say about this show. It's one of my favorites of all time. Uh, I will probably eventually rewatch the show again. I've told my girlfriend about this show. I believe her sister watches it as well. But um, yeah, you guys will enjoy it. And I hope you guys enjoyed my breakdown and everything that I had to say about it. And uh, yeah, shout out to everybody. Shout out to John Singleton. Rest in peace. 
Thank you, guys. This has been the No Limit Lab. Thank you guys for listening. Remember to like, share this podcast with your friends. Listen to all the other episodes I got. I hope you guys enjoyed this Snowfall episode like you enjoyed the last one. Um, And, yeah, I'm Eloy. This has been the No Limit Lab. And thank you, guys.